Board round, session number 13. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. And I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today, wherever you are in your board journey, whether that's USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. I want to thank you again for taking the time to listen and to learn with us today. We have a great musculoskeletal question today that Dr. Andrea Paul will ask. Andrea, welcome back to Board Rounds. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm excited to to cover a topic today that is near and dear to my heart, the musculoskeletal system. As an exercise physiologist, I hope that I, I still have some of this knowledge hidden away somewhere. Oh, yeah. I think this one, this is one you're, you're going to get this one. <laughs> and if I don't, we'll edit it out and make sure that it, right. it we'll makes strike. it sound like we'll I'll get it right. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. What do we have today? All right. Um, so I'll read the question. Um, so a 27-year-old male is undergoing evaluation for left foot weakness. On this exam, he's unable to curl his toes. He has one out of five strength uh, with plantar flexion and five out of five with dorsiflexion. His foot is everted at rest, and he has decreased sensation on the sole of his foot. Um, so it's asking, now it's, this is one of those two gem questions. It's not asking about what the issue is, but it's asking what was the most likely mechanism of his injury oh. that caused this? Oh, uh, so, all right. What yeah. <laughs> so the, the options are a fibular neck fracture, a hip dislocation, an L3 disc herniation, knee trauma, or a pelvic fracture. Oh, man. You're killing me today. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, so this is more at seat. So I would have said this is a, a neurology question. L- leave it, it to the it, neurologist. It is. Yeah, it, <laughs> is, it is neuro. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can localize it. I can't do anything about it, but I can localize it. All right. Classic <laughs> neurology joke. Um, yep. My wife hates that joke. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, so decreased plantar flexion, decreased sensation on the sole. So it's all kind of uh, uh, posterior. Um, so like gastroc is is weaker. Um, and then trying to think of the dermatome for what the, what's the sole, but it's that's pretty far down. Uh, so trying to think uh, what nerves go there. And you said the foot is everted. Uh, on rest. Um, oh man. So I'm trying to remember the, the high stepage. That's, that's the, uh, the perineal nerve injury, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this which is something c- a little, yeah, this is you're getting, you're, you like the way you're thinking. This is a little lower. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <clears throat> um, so that that would be from typically that fibular head fracture, right? You said was one of the answer choices. Yeah, fibular neck fracture. Yeah, yeah. so that's typically perineal nerve. So I'd probably cross that one off. <clears throat> I think. Yep. I agree. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And then going through the other ones, so we had So just one L3. quick thing too yeah. about um about the perineal nerve, and you're totally right. The um if you do have a fibular neck fracture, that would injure your perineal nerve, but you would have loss of dorsi Correct. flexion and the sensation on the dorsum of the foot. So it was kind of if you think about side. this is almost the opposite. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you have that high stepage because you can't you can't pick your toes up while you're walking, so you have to pick your knee up higher. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you don't drag your foot. Okay. So that gives gets rid of that one. So uh as best we can, we we knock them off. It, you said L three was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um that seems too high up as well, potentially. I'm trying to think through. Uh, yeah. so I won't cross that one off yet, but I think that's too high as well. And then we have knee trauma you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm thinking about knee trauma. So, I mean, if I were to think about knee trauma, thinking about like this foot, the football players that were injured recently with their like super dislocated knees, they had tons of vascular and, and neural injuries. Uh, I, I guess like if there was knee trauma back to like the posterior knee, um, mm-hmm. that there, there's the obviously nerves back there, and what we're saying is posterior, like gastroc area. So I could see that potentially being uh, the answer. And then the other one you said was uh, hip, uh, hip pelvic dislocation or pelvic hip fracture. dislocation, pelvic fracture. Um, those two I'd probably cross off. I'd probably go with knee trauma because of the posterior knee. Yep. Yeah, you got it. And I think that's. I think um, if it had said posterior knee trauma rather than just knee trauma, I think they were, um, you know, we were trying to make it a little trickier, Mm -hmm. but uh, that would have definitely, I think, made it a little easier. And there may be questions that do say, you know, have two options. Maybe one would be anterior knee trauma or posterior knee trauma, but Mm -hmm. you're totally right. So, um, so yeah, the, like we said, the fibular neck fracture would be, um, loss of dorsiflexion and absence of um, sensation or decreased sensation on the dorsum of the foot, Um, hip dislocation. I mean, it's just, first of all, it's just pretty unlikely because he's a Mm -hmm. 27-year-old male. And I mean, it's just pretty uncommon, um, especially if he's uh, walking and hasn't complained. But um, if if he did have a hip uh, dislocation, that would be more, you know, gluteal nerve, uh, maybe difficulty standing up from a seat, um, things like that, like difficulty extending his, his hip. Mm-hmm. Um, but the foot probably wouldn't be affected with a hip dislocation. <laughs> Unless and then, there's just no blood flow to the foot anymore Yeah, <laughs> with a hip dislocation. Yeah, okay. I guess that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless it's completely gone. Yeah. But um, and then uh, L3, like you said, that's more, you know, sciatic nerve, mm-hmm. um, neuropathic pain down the, down the back of the leg. Um, and so... Uh, and then uh, pelvic fracture, probably more think of more femoral, you know, femoral nerve, mm-hmm. um, hip flexion, leg extension, things like that. And so kind of left with uh, knee injury and specifically it's a tibial nerve injury. Yeah. Um, so that tibial nerve runs, if you kind of look at a picture of it, it runs right down the middle um, of the back of the knee, right through that popliteal fossa. Mm-hmm. Um, so any posterior uh, knee injury is going to affect, you know, the vessels and that nerve that's passing right through there. So, um, so yeah, when you have injury to your tibial nerve, um, that's exactly what you would see. And it can occur, you know, at different levels, but a common place for it to happen is at the back of the knee. 
um, especially with sports and, um, you know, being run into from by something from from that back of that knee. But interestingly, other things can cause it too, like a, you know, shoes being tied really tight around the calf area because that nerve still passes down that way uh, or boots or casts, um, things like that, or even ankle fractures at the right place um, can cause the same um, same tibial nerve, but maybe would be, um, you know, more, more obvious in terms of uh, having an uh, ankle fracture as far as his physical exam. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mention much about, you know, walking or, or not being able to bear weight. And so, um, but those are all, all different ways that you can injure that same, that same nerve and cause similar, uh, physical signs. So I think one way to, uh, potentially get a little bit too, too dug into this is student may, may think about, okay, uh, lack of or decreased plantar flexion, decreased sensation on the sole. They'll they'll immediately jump to tibial nerve, but then they'll start going all the way back up. Like, okay, where does the tibial nerve come from? Mm -hmm. What innervates it? And so then they're going through. Okay, well, if it's a hip fracture, then maybe it's affecting those those roots of L four L five. Uh, of course, I'm googling this while I'm uh, yeah, looking yeah. at it. So it's like, okay, um, so so where the tibial nerve comes from and and they're thinking about how those get injured as well um how do we prevent students from from going too deep into that thinking and instead of just thinking okay what's what's the the most common potential injury point for this yeah no i think that's a good point because of l3 obviously um innervates the part of the tibial nerve. But I think an important thing to remember is that tibial nerve is actually coming from um, L4 all the way through S3 nerve roots. Mm -hmm. um, so L3 would be just above that. Um, and so, you know, it's close, but I think it would, um, you know, you could eliminate it uh, by just kind of remembering that it's, you know, slightly lower, starts slightly lower. And then just not going well, going through, I, I, again, I think the, the student could go, well, a hip fracture potentially could, if it's bad mm -hmm. enough, injure L4, L5 root or what, like, um, yeah. just, just yeah, going think, through that. I think just looking at the most likely, um, it's asking mm -hmm. what is the most likely. And this is actually, a, it's a common, fairly common injury. They, you know, some people call it, um, what is it called? Tibial tunnel syndrome mm -hmm. or to, you know, so it's, it's a fairly common injury and it's most commonly, it most commonly occurs with a, you know, back of the knee, uh, trauma, uh, besides the ankle, obviously, um, the tibial nerve actually passes right behind the medial malleolus. So, um, that's right where, before it goes around to the sole of the foot. And so any ankle injury obviously would affect it there. Um, but the most common, um, and most likely in this situation as well would be that back of the knee injury. All right, so there you have it. Got to watch out for that tibial nerve and that popliteal fossa or popliteal, some of you like to say. Hopefully this was a helpful one for you. Good high yield knee anatomy nerve injury question. The, the other part there that just stands out, should always stand out to you is that fibular head fracture and the perineal nerve Hope this was helpful for you. If you are looking for more questions to help you with your step one or level one score, go to boardvitals.com. Check out their six-month, three-month, or one-month access to their QBank and practice tests. You get custom 
practice tests by subject timed to simulate real test conditions. You can track your progress with advanced analytics and report and compare your progress against the national average. See how you're doing against everybody else. Use the promo code board rounds. That's all capital letters, all one word, board rounds to save 15% off of your purchase. Again, that's boardvitals.com with the promo code board rounds. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. 